this will get this is gonna get cut the fuck out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll so, start. We'll start. So if you got some, so if you got some racism, say get it in now. Well, let me th- let me find it really quick. <laughs> got <laughs> you got some feelings about that. if you got feelings about and any ethnic group, like let them know. Uh, hmm. <laughs> um, I love. Uh, All right. I love Mexicans. Uh, They're the good people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they are solid. They are. They are solid people. They gave us Lucha Libre, you know. I mean, they did give us Lucha Libre. And you know what? That I forgive true. Japan. Is that <laughs> as a Chinese person? I don't. I'm not, I'm not holding it against you. You know, you're what? doing well. Uh, as an Ameri- mean, also look. as an American, I'm sorry. <laughs> as a Chinese person, I as forgive an Amer- you. And as an American, my bad. <laughs> a cocktail of geopolitical emotions you're experiencing. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Like um, if you're an look, if you're an American and you start apologizing, you'll be here all day. Yeah, like, well, that's the man. Ain't that the fucking truth, man? First, like first things first, start apologizing to, to Haiti. Myself? Like, now. I was gonna <laughs> say to, my, to myself. Start, but you want to start apologizing, apologizing to China and Puerto Rico? Like, yeah, no. you get both sides. But then no. also, then we like if Americans were to start apologizing, we'd have to like start geopolitically, like. <laughs> In the Caribbean, and then in South America, and then in Canada, like we'd have to do a spiral. Like that's yeah. how I would get around to it. That's why it's never gonna happen. <laughs> yes, Americans don't apologize. <laughs> Just keep doing oh, stuff. I mean, I mean, look, Cuba's Cuba's being sanctioned now. Like Fidel Castro died years ago. Yeah. Hey, man, we're the best country in the world. The most because we have the most freedom is what I've been told. Yeah, we have the most freedom. <laughs> the most, mm-hmm. which is yeah, definitely something you can measure on a scale. How much freedom yes. we have? Yeah, <laughs> you think that you think the Galactic Empire says that <laughs> to like in people in Coruscant? It's like you know you have the most freedom. You have the most freedom, which is tangible. You can measure all that freedom you have. <laughs> uh, fucking, fucking Palpatine is like, I love living in a in I the love Galactic in a Empire. Free state. <laughs> Do you think there's like mega people, but it's the Empire? In oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Like they absolutely. got like, hats oh, and shit, like Empire merch. Yeah. Make, that Palpatine's gross it's ass. Mega. Just like, oh, absolutely. It's, it's mega. Make the Empire great again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, no, see, he Palpatine is working against the deep state. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a real victim of these indictments. <laughs> Yeah. It is a witch hunt for, for <laughs> this a great emperor. <laughs> Fake galactic news. <laughs> um, uh, Alex uh, Jones is trying to like worry about having the frogs turn into other different kinds of frogs. Okay, this metaphor has run. It's they turned course. the freaking Jabba's gay. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Jawas. I meant Jawas. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that big a Star Wars person. You gotta give me gotcha. half credit on these. <laughs> I gotta give you. I'll give when you they say criti- when they say critical race theory, they mean Twilex. <laughs> <laughs> they turn the freaking Ewoks gay. Turn the freaking Ewoks. <laughs> That's an easy one to remember. Just always go back to Ewoks. The thing about Ewoks is they're cannibals. So, uh, and <laughs> yeah, nobody ever it, fucking mentioned. They don't really bring that up. <laughs> When when you're a kid and you watch Star Wars and it's really fun and then you grow up and you learn about racism, you're like, oh, these were supposed to be like the Viet Cong? I feel really bad for different reasons now. Some reason yeah. the Phantom Menace is just like every side character is a horrendous stereotype. And I'm like, 
Uh, why? Oh yeah, because the they never really council? seem to do that again. Yeah, the, the, Asian, the weird council. Asian council. Yeah, Watto is like a Jewish junkyard owner, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just why are we George? Why? <laughs> why? George? Why just that one? Like if it was all over, you'd be like, oh, I guess George George Lucas is racist. <laughs> well, he does why make just it. that one. He he, ma- he does make an entire race of people one race. Like he gives everyone that one characteristic. True. Yeah. And he's like, it's oh. after that uh, that trilogy, nobody he never heard no again. That's why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, the fucked up shit people are capable of when they're when people are, it's their job to never say no to them. <laughs> I, it boggles my mind. Like, how many people had to not say no to Gwyneth Paltrow that we got that pussy candle? Yeah, that would have been a lot. <laughs> like a team of people that just didn't happened. say no to her. <laughs> she has so many people. She has no that real friends. <laughs> I'm gonna go on record. She has no real friends. A yeah. real friend would have told her to not do that. Brother, I cannot wait to get that rich. I cannot <laughs> wait. Where if you can I want to be pussy candle rich, you're man. You're just going to sell a candle that smells like your own asshole and nobody's going to stop you? Just, Talk about it on Jimmy smell. Fallon? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's the best smell. It's the Benel cum candle. It just smells like your <laughs> semen. <laughs> it smells like my semen. And you know what? I think it has great... It's good for your, yeah, aromas. And it, should, yeah, it's, it's $200. Yeah. It's $250 at my Benel uh, <laughs> Semen Candle.com. <laughs> still sold on Goop because, you know. Still, still, still sold on Goop. Look, it's a great, it's a great platform. Anyway, let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, go Goop Oma. Ballers, welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! I'm your host, Lost Leong, a.k.a. Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. the man who conquered fire, and I'm here with my uh, lovely co-host, Benel Herdmosen. Hello. Yes. He's back. He's back from winning titles over... Not overseas, over states. You were about to say over in Japan, weren't you? <laughs> I was about to say overseas... Because I got One Piece on the brain. I'm the, working on a, on a One Piece Oh, what entitled over at You know, fucking Noah Jr. champion over here. No, no, not yet. Soon, a couple years, we get over there. Um, and we got a special guest with us today, Penel. Another another anime uh, podcast host. Alex Fussell is here, everybody. Woo! Hi! Yeah, Are we yeah, all going to yeah. get the, the One Piece treasure now? That's what I <laughs> yes. gained from last yeah. five to ten seconds of banter. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, we are on the cruise. We are. Um, yeah. So before the podcast, I stopped uh, Alex and and Benel from having an organic moment, so so that we could do it <laughs> on the show. <laughs> is there dumb. is there any is there any <laughs> more dumb. indicative experience of the time we live in than stopping <laughs> an organic conversation to go? This should be content. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> You don't understand, Alex. I have four podcasts. I need everything to be content now. <laughs> I had three at one point, and then two. One ended, and the other one I, I ended up uh, stepping down from, so I'm back to one. But that's I, probably I the you. most sane thing to do. Yeah if, you probably, yeah, if you can help only having one, that's probably better. Um, mm-hmm. 
But so, uh, Alex, you take uh, JKD. I see yeah, you, yeah, you, I do. Jeet uh, Kune Do. Kundo. Yeah, I realize I'm now. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being that guy. I'm sorry. I get like this when I talk about martial arts. I get very inside baseball. But um, yes, Jeet yes, Do, popularized by the great, the legend Bruce Lee. Yes. Uh, and uh, so <laughs> you were telling me before the show that uh, Benel came to one of the the classes once. Yeah, he took a uh, trial lesson, but he had a it was it was a few a long a while ago. So like he had a yeah. big mask on, so I wasn't sure if it was him. But you know, you do that thing where you're not sure if you recognize somebody, and your reptile brain just keeps looking at them every like ten seconds. So I'm sure I, I was like, did he notice? Because I found out later it, it for sure was you. But I was like, and it was very distracting. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, shit. I was like, oh shit, Alex is here. Uh, he's, he's okay, so you he did is. see me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh shit, Alex is here. He's training. I'm not getting in. Uh, like, because I know I, because you were in like, you were doing drills and shit. And I'm like, I know how I get when I'm, when I'm like working. I'm like, yo, I'm working right now. And uh, I'll say yeah. hi to him after, but then I couldn't, like, then I had, I like, uh, rushed out to speak with the trainer and that kind of took over what, I, like, me saying bye to people. So yeah, I was going to say bye to you on the way out and just, couldn't get around to it, but it was nice <laughs> okay. to see you. This is the most stand up, nice stand up comic interaction I ever fucking heard of. No, and also <laughs> this is this is how <laughs> this is how my brain works. Though I know that you you that was totally respectful and cool that you're like, no, he's training. I'll leave him alone. Yeah. If you had just said like, hey, it's me, it would have. Make me more concentrated on the training because now that's be out of my brain. Okay. <laughs> so, but but you totally made the totally nice, respectful call. But I'm like, oh, and actually, uh, it did, I don't know if that helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, focus was split I it. between yeah, he's probably, <laughs> and is that <laughs> <Benel>. straight, <laughs> straight lead hook? Do I know that guy? Poof. Ah. Yeah. So, but no, was it a? It was a because it's COVID. Was you were in a COVID mask? Is that the yeah? It was. It was it, we were still like, it, yeah. We were tail. We were dovetailing out of. We're still in COVID, but we were dovetailing where like I couldn't just be around people like like a human person now. Yeah. Like I was like still masking up and sure. Uh, You're doing the, the responsible thing. Yeah, I was still doing the responsible thing. Not unlike now, where I'm a fucking savage. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, yeah, but you wrestle. Your character wears a mask when you wrestle. So okay, I gotta say, originally, when Alex said you were wearing a mask, part of me you thought, thought it was a Legendor mask. <laughs> I, did. I did. I did. It wasn't. It wasn't until the, I started the show that I was like, no, it was definitely COVID mask, Lawson. This is not. Yeah. <laughs> it was. This is not well, here's be- the thing. No, it, <laughs> it, 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 it it wasn't like a like the normal surgical mask. It was like a black like Antifa. I'm gonna fuck shit up mask, which was <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. Because I because I don't like uh, the surgical mask thing. The surgical mask. Bothers my ears, so I wear I double yeah. mask. I wear like the uh, baklava, and then I put a mask under, underneath that, like an N nine to hold the mask up, so that I don't have to like put it around my ears. It, it, yeah. it it's a little it's a little too much, but it's nice. I mean, I do like the cool <laughs> Antifa fuck shit up mask. That is yeah, it was a pretty it was it was thing. like it was yeah. black block chic, if you will. Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so the reason I was doing the G, the the JKD class is uh, because I was in between wrestling schools at the time, and I thought, look, I'm doing all this powerlifting right now. I need to supplement this with some combat training. And I realized that despite the fact that Jake Kundo is fucking dope, it does not work for pro wrestling at all because it, oh, it's all it's all about fucking people up. Like it is. Yeah, and like in the, in the most concise art. way possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. No, like there's not a lot of show to it. It's like, okay, what's the what's the quickest I can split your face in half and run? As yeah. opposed to like, there's no theatricality to it. Yeah, it looks you, cool, you, but the whole point is making things simpler and simpler until I have a, yeah. a motion economy advantage. So yeah, yeah, I can see how that would be kind of anti the point of making yeah. a display of the combat as opposed to like I can kill a man with my thumb and yeah, split. Right. That's Fucking ironic right. because of what a great showman Bruce Lee was. Yeah. <laughs> like, he made Jeet Kune Do pop on film so hard. And well, yeah, he, on TV. When he was honestly, Kato, it, from what I heard, like, a lot of in the stuff in the movies isn't really Jeet Kune Do. It was like, it was sort of a variation that, like, would still look cinematic. But a lot of the yeah. stuff that they teach us, it would happen too fast for you to, like, enjoy it. In, in film, unless you did yeah. slow motion, so like oh, I was yeah, <laughs> I was I was vibing. I was like, yo, these combos are serious, but I can't see what they anybody else is them. doing. Exactly, I can, yeah. I can yeah. and I and I would hate to fight somebody like that because I can't read them as a fighter because with fucking yeah. pro wrestling, you can still like you still learn a little bit of combat for pro wrestling because like I I know shoot and, and shit, but like. If I was standing across from a fucking Jeet Kune Do person, we were seriously about to mix it up. I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me because yeah, sparring is scary. I can't, <laughs> I can't read. I can't read anything they're about to do. They have no fucking tells, as far as I can see. Like, yeah, I, the stance is the, pretty good at, at not being telegraphic. I watched a video of. Uh, I'm guessing you guys are Cowboy Bebop fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so that's why I started Jeet Kune Do is because Spike made it look right. so cool, and then. I watched a video later of a Jeet Kune Do instructor breaking down the fights from Bebop, and he's like, yeah, not a lot of this is, like, what we would teach at Jeet Kune Do, but, like, it looks awesome. It so, like, a lot awesome. of it is, it, a lot of it is is meant to be, like, it's, a lot of it is, like, traces of Bruce Lee moves, so a lot of the kicks and stuff and whatnot. But, again, like we said, in the movies are not necessarily him doing pure Jeet Kune Do, yeah. so therefore Spike is not doing Jeet Kune Do yeah. purely. But, like, you know, you see him do, like, the footwork and some some punches but he does a lot more like palm strikes than we would do and he kicks more than we would do and stuff mm-hmm. so it's uh it's not a perfect like watching it back again i'm like oh that's not really what we do mm-hmm. but if it gets more people studying it i think it's it's fun yeah i mean yeah. it definitely for sure uh, does especially like yeah uh it sucks how young bruce lee died obviously but i feel like stuff like cowboy bebop keeps that sort of spirit of it alive because you're right spike is basically yeah. He's Bruce Lee. He's not really a JK Day fighter. Which is, yeah, he's he's, he's Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee, but really tall and a chain smoker. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, and a, and a gun I, fuck, I, I fuck with that footwork. Like, the, footwork. Yeah. The, the, lunging, the lunging in, getting in your shots, <laughs> lunging back out. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That would Bruce Lee stole that from fuck. fencing. That's, yeah. yeah. I say stole. I mean, he adapted it from fencing. It yeah. worked. Yeah. It worked because I was like, I can imagine that in a real fight, and that's not that's that fight is not long. That's not yeah. fight's not long for this earth. <laughs> imagine a jab, but it, your shoulders are perfectly aligned, and you're pushing off your back foot, so it's like your entire body weight in one point. And, I'll fuck you up. And it's with your strong <laughs> it arm is, too, because the, the, ooh, the, it's the not, the it's not a it's not a, it's not a boxing jab either. Like a boxing no. jab, you can sort of circle around. No, this one is like. You it pops for it pops you in the face and they're back away so you can't counter and you can't counter punch so there's no yeah, counter punching uh, strategy for this shit and you gotta hope for you get you get a takedown because otherwise they're gonna fucking kill you yeah and like yeah. you could arguably like intercept if you can get around that ha- the the fist and just fit like put a, a a jab to that person's stomach but you can't like straight lead a straight lead you just joust each other in the head it wouldn't really work then it's um, a matter of a clash of wills. <laughs> Yes, yes. 
Yeah, Jeet Kune Do literally means way of the intercepting fist, essentially. It's a counter. It's a counter punching counter punch. Yeah. It's counter punching the counter punch. And also, I think it's it was attack and defend at the same time. Yeah. Uh, we were. I was talking to a couple of my friends about it, man, yesterday because one of my other friends had not uh, seen it, and it's funny. Like I, I, I explained it, man, to people is like, oh yeah, you know Bruce Lee. Yeah, the guy that taught him that shit. <laughs> the guy that taught him. Yeah. Wing Chun, which is yeah, then he adapted into. Some aspects of Jeet Kune Do. Uh, yeah. But uh, they're making a fifth Ip Man, and I'm, I'm really, I'm upset about it. I really... How many more Ip Man? Like, uh, he should have stopped after three. Someone grab Donnie and th- tell him to stop. <laughs> tell him to make him <laughs> stop making them. <laughs> Are they gonna send him into space? That's the only thing left. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this the fifth one is always Beach Cops. That's the rule <laughs> of, of sequels. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ip Man you think you, you don't think I want Ip Man Beach Cop? Fuck yeah, dude. Ip Man on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his wife's been dead for three movies. Can we, can we wrap this series up? <laughs> they gotta bring her back in the fifth movie, then. <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. thing. You gotta find them a gun. Man through time. Brings his Man through time. Oh, yeah. Ip Man through time. Uh, Yo, like, literally, the last movie ends with Ip Man dying of cancer. Well, he did you die can't. eventually. Did he he did cancer? die. He did of actual cancer. Like he, was he died old of actual fuck, cancer. Though. He was like eighty, though, wasn't he? He was old, bro. Like that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got so, it. So, so, so he really died in the last movie, and they're making a fifth. No, movie? he didn't. Is no, it like an he, didn't, he didn't die. He's just his wife died. Oh, okay. In the second, at the end of the second one, and they made a third, okay. and that was fine. And they've gone too far. <laughs> the fourth one was too far. <laughs> This one is this yeah it's yeah after the, after the fifth bombs they're gonna do man versus John Wick that's how they're gonna do it <laughs> that's it I'm, up, I'm getting opening my wallet for that I mean they've got Don, Donnie's in the new I haven't You'd seen the new it. John Wick yet uh, I haven't seen the new John Wick but I know Donnie's hmm. in it so um good for him uh, turns out he was in man the entire time in that movie <laughs> that's this word yeah I think he's playing a blind guy in it I'm not sure though I haven't seen it. Um, oh man, he's going back to the blind guy. Well, yeah, because I think because of uh, yeah the Star Wars. I, th- I think that's why actually, like man, he's really good when he's blind. <laughs> so really, we like we like our we like uh, nothing better than blind Donnie Yen walking around with You're a bro. stick. <laughs> Wait, I, I, okay, I know they're never gonna offer him Saitoichi, but that Donnie Yen as Saitoichi would fucking have a kick I don't know if they're gonna would, remake yeah. that. I wonder if they're gonna. There will always remake a Saitoichi. There's been 17,000 of them. Uh, that's true. What was the last one, though? It was like 30 years ago, wasn't it? Uh, No, it was like in 2003. Okay. Well, th- that's still 20 years ago. I <laughs> forget yeah, okay. how forget. old we are now. <laughs> I, f- I forget that we're old. Yeah, that's, not, that's still kind of long ago. Beat Takeshi did Saitoichi. I watched it, too. It was really good. It's like mm. a solid one. There's, of course, a lot of like jokes in it, because Beat Takeshi is a fucking... Vegan, but like there's a lot of jokes in it and then the ending kind of builds up to like him fucking people <laughs> yeah of course and of I course think... and of course there's a musical number oh. yeah no the film ends with a fucking musical number it's a tap dance sequence wow wait is, is Zadoichi <gasps> dancing no he's leaving the town because he's just he's, okay. you know he's just beat the the yakuza's uh and the the film is like oh he's he's not blind at all, he's opened his eyes and can see. 
he's been fooling people into thinking he's blind. So after he kills the Yakuza, he's walking around. Okay. He's walking around. He's like leaving the town, and then they they do a musical number because like you know the town's free and shit. And then Satoichi, yeah, Satoichi trips over a rock and goes like, "Nope, still blind." I think clearly the answer to what do we how do we reinvent this franchise is Satoichi the musical. Yes. And this to Broadway. It has to be done. I would. Come on, man. I would fucking watch. Who think I won't? So would I. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Who's got the pipes? We need to find the guy with pipes. Oh, by the way, I'm wrong. The last Saitoichi was in 2010. It was a prequel. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're always going to make them, I guess. <laughs> Saitoichi the musical is the next evolution. You're totally right. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I was saying before, I think uh, there's some site where they track like how many kills characters have. I think that the character Saitoichi is the most kills in cinema history, I think. So, Alex, so what is you, you have an anime podcast. What is your history with... The show Dragon Ball, specifically. Yeah, yeah. I first discovered Dragon Ball Z when I was... I, I woke up way too early on a school day. And, like, normally Pokemon would play at, like, 7 mm-hmm. uh, on the WB channel. And I woke up at, like, 6.30. And I just turned it on. And there was this show of people with giant spiky hair screaming, shooting lasers out of their hands. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started to plan to do that and then it turned out some of my friends had been waking up and watching it and then i found out about toonami so i got really 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 nerdy about the lore i cared way too much about the characters lives i was always a gohan person more than a goku because it's all cool and this is kind of actually translated into my martial arts life uh is that i there's there's a lot of a lot of everyone at my school is cool some of them love fighting and some of them have had to learn to be okay with fighting, and that's definitely me. Like, sparring is still really hard for me, because it's just the thought of being a target and having to, you know, like, strike at someone is still kind of a hurdle for me to get over. So, the reluctant fighter is a very, a trope I'm kind of a sucker for, because that's yeah. sort of where I would be if I had the strength to be in this world. Um, and then, you know, I talked to one of my friends who was really nerdy about Dragon Ball Z, and he said, well, I found out about there's a prequel, Dragon Ball, because we didn't know that it was going since before we were born. Yeah. And then I got into that, and I had only... So if we're going to focus on Dragon Ball, I'd only seen a little bit of it until recently, now that it's all on Crunchyroll that I have. I made it up to episode, like... 80 or so what? so it's kind of interesting it, 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 it plays like a prequel but it's obviously not it's what's just happened before but just yeah. watching all this stuff going wow the he doesn't know he's gonna do this and they <laughs> they're gonna reform and they still think piccolo's a demon they don't know he's an alien yet and i think it's yeah. it's pretty cool that dragon ball basically pivoted genres because it was a Kind of a comedy fantasy show. Kid has a tale. It's Journey to the West and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then one day they just they took a pause, started a new series and said, all that shit, there was a scientific explanation for most of it. He's an alien. Piccolo's an alien. He can still do all that weird demon shit, but there's an actual bit. So I think it's it's a series that really um, was, was really, really good and smart, even though it was kind of silly, which is just fun. Yeah. And I still love it. I, like I watched, did you guys watch the new Dragon Ball Super movie? Uh, yes, yes, in the theaters. Yeah, yep. It was awesome. Yeah, they are fucking out of ideas. This yeah. is like the orange what piccolo. number of cell are we on? <laughs> I fucking hate Orange Piccolo. Orange he looks piccolo. like a marinara turd. And Cell Max. 
Selmax. Oh, yeah, Selmax I was okay with because yeah, he doesn't right. do the snarky cell. He's, He's just a monster with it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I'm like okay with it, but Orange Pickle I'm like so you just it's but Dragon Ball Z is sort of like a it's a victim of its own accelerating like profits because yeah. they can't go backwards. So yeah. now they can't just have so everyone now has to have a form of Super Saiyan, basically, and if they do anything that's prequel, I think they had a, a side quill sort of that was like Goku's dad or somebody on, on Planet Vegeta, and they also went Super Saiyan, and I was like, so all that lore is just who gives a shit now? <laughs> we could just do this. Like, I'm sure they don't know that. It's supposed to be a secret. Yeah. It's not like they knew and we're not breaking the lore, but it's like, that was like a big deal when, when that happened, and now it's just everything's going to have it. So, like, I really love that new movie. But watching Gohan turn into Beast Gohan, I was like, "Is it? If this scene wasn't as rad as it is, I would be so mad because it mean, just feels cynical yeah. at a certain point." <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I love this franchise. It's my oldest universe that I cared about, but yeah. I have a lot of gripes with it that I think are valid. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I when Gohan when he went back to Ultimate Gohan, and I know I was sitting next to to Jeremy Hammond and uh, Alex Batak, and I looked at them and I was like, "My boy's back." <laughs> <laughs> He's back because Gohan had been buried for like two decades, where he hadn't done mm-hmm. anything cool. And so when he when he when he came out as like the guy again, I was like so hype. But then yeah, they did this Beast Gohan thing, and I was just like, I mean, sure, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was yeah. like, I had a reluctant acceptance. I'm like, all right, I guess you gotta make him better because everything's better now. So <laughs> yeah, they should have tapped out at like super. They should have tapped out at Super Saiyan God. Because now that I know there's going to be a new form whenever there's a new thing, I'm like, I don't feel anything anymore. Yeah. Unless the scene is as hype as, as it can be, which this one thankfully was. It was a really good film, but I'm like, but I'm like, this is just marketing at a certain point. Like, yeah. you want a new toy. Yeah. They, they, they should take a hint from a, a hacky American writers and make everything a multiverse. Oh. I think they might be trying to do that. Actually. Didn't they do that? I think they oh, might be trying to do that because there's a. Ton uh, of I, mean, I, I said that as a joke, but I immediately regret. <laughs> no, I think that's what actually people are doing. I think that's actually a real thing. God, because, that sucks so yeah. bad. Well, yeah, that sucks so bad, bro. What can you do, man? Um, you know what I feel bad hey. for? I feel bad for uh, my guest last week, Maurice Licorice, because I remember like a decade ago, Maurice had a bit where he would talk about multiverse theory, and he was like something he was genuinely excited about. And now it's like been co-opted to death. <laughs> it's like he's, yes, it's super, Maurice super licorice in the mat and the multitude of madness. Or yeah, like I don't know. I mean, I didn't ask him about it. Maybe he's like having a lot of fun with all this. But I feel like it's been so diluted now. It's just like the idea of it is not cool now, anymore. It, <laughs> what it's used for is a lot of times it's used for it's uh, reskinning models basically it's yeah. fucking loot boxes that's yes. really what it that's is that's what it feels like it, now it's not cool it's just it's just loot boxes and shit yeah. for like art for like storytelling it's like oh he's a storytelling loot box like yeah. you know it's so much it, like the question's like what if and then they have no payoff uh which is a lot easier than to come up with like a, a story with like a beginning you know, middle and end yeah uh, yeah rising tension it's much better to be like but what if everyone had potatoes <laughs> And was like, <laughs> yeah, I heard good things about the one of series, but I love that you're burying it. Honestly, uh, I like. I mean, dude, I grew up. Like, one of the things I want to talk about is like Marvel is like, uh, it is fun to watch the entire world become the kind of people I hated in a comic book store. Like, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dope as shit. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, it's dope as shit to like, there's a term. It's called Marvel Zombies. And uh, <laughs> those are terms of the people who only read and discussed Marvel comics yeah. in when I was growing up. And now that happens to like in real life. And I mean, they won, man. What can I say? So, uh, I'll give Marvel this credit. They they took the time to build their shit out, which is why yeah. people are so on board. Where DC unfortunately uh, rushed like it. like like the real Marvel, like the real Marvel, because DC used to the same thing. It's the same shit that happened in comic books like yeah. forty years ago. DC used to never have continuity. They didn't give a fucking it's right. A, it's fucking cartoon shit for kids. They didn't yeah. fucking give a shit if the stories made sense. <laughs> Con- like in continuity, like a follow. Yeah, they didn't give a shit if stories <laughs> follow one so one another. Only fucking it, only the pop themselves, that Stan and fucking uh, Stan and Jack and fucking Steve and everyone at the office. Only for Stan to pop themselves to get. It's a marketing term to get readers feeling like they were part of a club. Mm. Hey, you read this comic book? Well. This character was referenced in this comic book, and then a bunch of fucking be- <laughs> bunch of, yeah, of fucking and nerds. And that's the thing that, like, that. it makes you feel like you're part of the I, community. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's I, I fell I fell off the wagon when I'm like I'm not watching seven TV shows. I need that's to a lot read of shows. a book. There's a lot it's of like, shows. Too, like, <laughs> WandaVision was great. I didn't really like uh, Falcon and Falcon, Winter Soldier. I, yeah. uh, I really liked Loki. I really liked Loki. And I watched like half of Hawkeye, and I was like, "This is good, but I don't have the time." See? Moon Knight, I need to finish because I like, but I made it like two episodes, and I got distracted. And now I'm like, I'm sure I would enjoy She-Hulk. I, I I'm like resenting the amount Marvel wants me to be invested in I, this now I, that I'm just like, yeah. I won't do it. Sorry. Hello, yeah. hello. Welcome to welcome to being a comic book fan. This was being a comic fan for thirty years. <laughs> yep. This is what it was. You eventually got to the point where I didn't. I can't read everything. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna follow the things I like, and that's yeah. what I think most people struggle with. It's like just follow the thing you like. Yeah. Like you don't have to watch it all. You just can watch the thing you give a shit about, and not sure. give a shit about most of it, which I do all the time. Maybe yeah. you just want to follow the Black Panther storyline or Spider Man or whatever. Yeah. You know? Want to see where that fucking thing goes? Like or you're just happy. I'm that not gonna drop back Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And you want to see Daredevil. where that goes? Yeah. Yeah. Just wake me up when Ghost Rider shows up. <laughs> you have been talking about Ghost Rider for like a half decade. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great if they did Nick uh they did Ghost Rider in the MCU and it was still Nicholas Cage. Cage again. I, I think would you can love do it. that. Okay. Cage so, you can do it because he's because he's just so, enough of a lunatic that it would be really fun to watch him do so, this. Oh god. Uh since they they now use the comics basically to do all the things they're gonna do in the movies in the comics first to see if it works. And the new Ghost Rider is perfect because it's basically a Nicolas Cage movie. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider is already... Ghost Rider starts and he's like, yeah, you have a head injury. There's a bunch of demons. That, there's literally demons inside your head injury. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Born. Yeah, Benel's pitched me different uh, Ghost Rider scripts for the last five years. I, I've pitched it. I'll be honest. <laughs> the, the shit they're doing in the comic books now, I'm like, they're, they're, that's the movie. That's what's gonna. That's what you're going to see. Sam Raimi kind of uh, honed in on your turf with his uh, Wanda movie, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Wanda fuck him. Movie. Yeah, he fucking you, really did. You were, did pin- you were pitching the Ghost Rider <laughs> horror movie to me in 2017. He really, <laughs> really fucking did it, too. Damn you, Sam Raimi! Um, mm. But, uh, but I, I pitched it as a slasher film, though. Like, they... That's true. Yeah. They kind of they like they uh, Sam Raimi did a possession film. I I wanted to do a slasher film. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. That's the one genre they have not hit. Either want, if they do Ghost Rider, either want Slasher or want it to be like Easy Rider with ghosts, like a weird 70s <laughs> biker movie. <laughs> yeah, like Meandering. Yeah, yeah, just like, Meandering is a collection of stories. It's not really even like a, yeah. it's just kind of a collection of, shor- of, of short stories. It's Western yeah, Slice just, of Life. <laughs> I would kind of love that, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that, it's about time that we uh, dive into this week's episode. Of Dragon Ball. Play the thing, me, in the future. Alright. <laughs> well, uh, what episode are we up to here, Benel? Uh, this ep- episode 7. Uh, the Ox King on Fire Mountain. Yes! Cool. Metal intro. Uh, Goku, Boma, and Oolong are heading to Fire Mountain, where the legend states that a terrible ox king dwells. Yeah. Uh, Boma thinks that the legend lane. is ridiculous. Yeah, go ahead. And Oolong is Oolong is all like, no, you you don't understand. He's like, he's the one to believe it. I have in my notes. Oolong would totally fall for QAnon. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you don't right? understand. He's the biggest giant there ever was, and he eats everybody. And he, yeah. uh, to be fair, you know, he does feel like he's. Ulan is like is a pervert, so yeah, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a pervert and potential sexual abuser. Yeah, he would totally believe in Kuanan. That that completely makes sense. Uh, by the way, Ulan is a groomer. We don't talk about <laughs> yeah, it enough. Yeah. He's literally yeah. a groomer. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. the way, the reason Boma's dressed like that is because Ulan owns uh, one of those bunny outfits. That um... what's crazy Which... to me about the bunny outfit is that she. Obviously, the whole joke is she hates wearing a patina coat. Why is she still wearing the ears, though? That's the thing that got me. She has the choice to at least not add insult to injury. She does choose to wear the ears. Why? Like, I know the tail tail is sewn on, but the the ears are... You could not wear them. That's optional, bro. You had to part your hair and settle that in. One of them is all flopped down, all sultry. You could just throw those in the river. Why are you doing this, Bulma? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, I gotta finish the ensemble. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. She's I a year now. <laughs> She's a complete... I have a zhuzh. That's her one weakness. Like, right. <laughs> uh, Bulma and Goku are shocked to discover that the bright sun- sunset they admire is, in fact, Fire Mountain. A mountain that is always on fire. Hey, man. Descriptive. <laughs> it is what it, uh, he told, what it told us. Yeah. I love that... In Dragon Ball, like, oh, mountain that's always on fire, and then in our real lives, it's like, yeah, this mountain's always on fire. <laughs> oh, you, mean the, you, you mean the perma garbage fire? We got one of those. It's not that <laughs> yeah. special. Climate change has ensured that this mountain of garbage is always on fire. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a dystopian Dragon Ball, and it's our real lives. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, literally, we live in a dystopia, but we still have to go into work in the morning. That's <laughs> that's wild. That, yeah. That's the part they didn't tell us in fucking, you know, in Neuromancer. They didn't tell us that. The giver. Yeah, and, and then you get, like, those Silicon Valley assholes who are just actively working to make stuff from Dystopia. They've read, like, that wasn't the point. Yeah. yeah oh, don't be- don't build the Ready Player One thing. The whole point was go outside. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, don't be trapped. They're like The author's like, the point of this book is don't be trapped by nostalgia and go out and live your life. Uh, don't be part of the system that continues to 
sell you dreams while leeching your real life away from you. And the fucking tech guys are like, man, I, I, we came up with a machine that leeches your life away from you. <laughs> yeah. We're really excited. It's all brain and nostalgia. Ooh, Avengers 12. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. So meanwhile, Yamcha and QR are still following Goku and the gang. <laughs> in the uh, desert, Maya and Shu dread the return of Emperor Pilaf without the dra- dread returning to Emperor Pilaf without the Dragon Balls. Yeah, the the the, the team rocket, uh, the Pilaf gang, team rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they do return to Emperor Pilaf, and he uh, electrocutes them both. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, these things happen, and then uh, Maya's like, really? And he's like, no, just kidding. Doctor Rock hands, and then electrocutes them. And then yeah. electrocutes himself because he's a. They're all jobbers. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, these people are fucking dumb. Yeah. Here's here's my question about this group because I don't know if this has ever been explained. Emperor Pilaf doesn't. I don't think he has much of an empire per se. Why don't they just run and like bail? Like, what's he gonna do? He's he, this tall, and right. they do all the work for him. Wouldn't he just be fucked? To answer your question, healthcare, healthcare. Oh, oh! The he benefits of peel off are actually really good. Yeah, he gives, yeah, 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 yeah. They get dental. Yeah, it's like the yeah, calcaneing yeah, bit about uh, who yeah, yeah. Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the uh, affordable. They have the Obamacare Act in this world, and so like, mm. you know, my and Shu need to have an employer, or else they get fucked every yeah, year comes tax you. time. And peel off, mm-hmm. you know. Four star, de- uh, four star dental. So uh, it's really evil that that's what they did to us. But that's what they did to us. Also, Dragon Absolutely. Ball, much like our world, it's really hard. You need the top healthcare professionals. If you are a anthropomorphic dog ninja or a woman, uh, you really yeah. need that because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they distribute no. the senzu beans, is what I say. Yeah, <laughs> the rich yeah, are uh, all of them. Yeah, fucking. It, it fucking does make tower. sense because. It does make sense. Corrin is literally in a tower hoarding <laughs> sensu beans. Yes. He's the only one with the recipe. Toss a few reason. over the side. Corrin could distribute that to the people. He could distribute sensu bean recipes. Yeah. But and fucking re- refuses to. Actively chooses not to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and people wonder why they don't, they're like, secularism is on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one wants to climb Corrin Tower anymore. Fucking <laughs> no one <laughs> fucking right. Uh, as Yamcha and Puar claim that uh, they want to watch Goku uh, get destroyed by the Ox King, a young girl screams and runs away from a giant dinosaur, which grabs their attention. As they watch in shock, the young girl cuts off the dinosaur's head with their fu- fucking dope-ass blade helmet. She's like Cut Man. Yeah, fucking dope. <laughs> this is kind of dope. Like I watched this going like, okay, she did not hesitate to laser that thing's head off. Chi-Chi's literally killed people before, right? Somebody yeah, spooked her yeah, and yeah, just wham off with the head. Yeah. There's no way that didn't oh, happen right. at least once. There's 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 holes dug up 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 north. I, why do you think that mountain's on fire, bro? That's the corpse of Chi-Chi's <laughs> enemies. The <laughs> that's a fire right now, bro. That's that's sending, that's sending a message. That's Any, sending a strong uh, message. Anyone that accidentally startles her is buried under that fire somewhere. Yeah, um, and I of course, been... also watch this going like, is this why she so badly didn't want Gohan to learn to fight? Because she's like, I know what any kind of strength is capable of. I used to merc people when I was 10. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Don't give him the laser hat. The, she literally the fucking... decapitates and then blows up with a laser. This yeah. dinosaur. Man, Chi-Chi used to be like cool. The, 
I like that the he Ox did. King is. <laughs> I like that the Ox King is like, is like I gotta protect my kid, and then just throws another body on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I have to do to protect this dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> not again! Like he, he comes upon the body, he's like, "Not again, Gigi! Not again!" They startled me, Papa. What, what do you think happened to? What do you think happened to her mom? Oh, we well, found out single we, we dad accidentally huh? <laughs> solved this problem. And no one ever uh. found out. It's like the jinx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> got... <laughs> She's like, what do you think I did? I killed him. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Chi Chi in the back. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> anyway. As Yamcha congratulates her, she tells him that she's not supposed to be strangers and tries to cut off his head. Not hesitate. She almost she lasered def- beams Yamcha. She has definitely taken a life before. The definition she's, of There's on-site. no way. This is definitely yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Yamcha dodges and knocks her to the ground. At Fire Mountain, Goku uses his flying Nimbus to reach the castle, but the flames are too strong. Uh, and it burns Goku's tail. That shit really hurts him. Uh, Goku meets Oxke, uh Boma and Oolong, meanwhile, meet the Oxing, who think they're trying to steal his treasure. Uh, as Goku is back after his failed attempt, the king starts trying to kill Goku, but Goku jumps around the flying Nimbus and flies around the Oxing, making him dizzy. So, yeah, the Oxing's introduction here, he's this giant man, he throws a giant axe. This is like the biggest he ever looks in the whole show. Yeah, for he real. gets smaller later. Gets smaller. Sure. Yeah, and I I kind of love that Dragon Ball. Like every person they want you to think is scary in Episode Three. By the time you get to like Dragon Ball Super, they're just around and it's a bit yeah. like Pilaf won't go away. Like I kind of like it's a it's a good way to deal with the power creep situation. Is like okay, they just make it funny. I guess so. Yeah. Like Ox King's just a dad from here on out, but here he needs to have that scary mask and menace. <laughs> and a, I know. I, I do love shrank. the. I, I do love the Ox King's design. That's fucking dope. Like, you know, he looks, he, he looks cool. He looks like a fucking, you know, pro wrestler of the desert wasteland. Brother, Brother let, let me tell you something about gasoline. Let me tell you something about gasoline. Speaking of jinx, me and Benel jinxed each other. We did the same, same <laughs> yeah, exact wrestler voice. Uh, wrestling has corrupted my mind. I now only think in wrestler voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Goku uh, makes him dizzy. Uh, Goku, Ox King then asks Goku where he got the flying Nimbus from and learns that Goku has met Master Roshi. Yeah. Uh, and Ox King reveals that Master Roshi is his old master. Yeah. And then he's like, where'd you get that stick on your little toothpick on your back? Goku's like, it's not a toothpick, it's my power pole. I got it from my grandpa before he passed away. And Ox King's like, wait a minute. What's your grandpa's name? Gohan? Goku's like, yeah, sure was. <laughs> it sure was. And we get the big lore pipe here that Masaroshi, Gohan was Masaroshi's first student, followed the, the Ox King, who was the second student. And so, now Ox King likes Goku. I want to also point out, Goku hits the Ox King twice and does no damage. And I find that notable. No because at this point, no Goku is strong enough to be immune to bullets, uh, axes, and also, he picked up a car in episode one. He's kicked, he's kicked through a wall, I'm pretty yeah. sure, by this point. 
So well, maybe that was after Roshi, but close enough. No, he definitely has, and he's done some other feats. I th- he like he beat up like a big giant thing. Also, like the Ox King has like a lot of. He's actually strong. <laughs> Goku did no damage to him. <laughs> this kid so. like punched a pterodactyl into unconsciousness. Yeah, and just nothing. Yeah, he also beat up Yamcha. Well, as once he ate food. <laughs> also beat up Yamcha. I'm like, well, he, lo- he low diff not Yamcha. Uh, so. So I'm just asking the strongest guy we've met so far, except for Roshi, but we don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, uh, Oxygen asked Goku if he could go get him the Bancho fan from Roshi. As it's the only thing that can extinguish the flames of Fire Mountain. Goku accepts and then asks Oxygen if he can have Oxygen's Dragon Ball. Uh, the Oxygen then tells Goku that the previous day he sent his daughter Chi Chi to retrieve the Bancho fan, but is worried that he she has not yet returned. Oxing says Goku can marry Chi-Chi if he sets off to find a Bancho fan and Chi-Chi. Man, I forgot that Chi-Chi showed up this early in the show. And I forgot that the whole Goku marrying Chi-Chi was this early. They set that shit up. I think there's a valid, like it was was a bit that Goku has very little interest in his wife. I think there's a valid read on the show that Goku is asexual. Because he keeps, he's got two kids, but he avoids her whenever he possible. Yeah. So like... Yeah, that would cause pandemonium in the fandom if that became canon. It would literally there'd be like fires and riots and shit. I mean, I'm willing to say that it's canon that Monkey D. Luffy is asexual. As far as Goku goes, it's hard to say because like he grew up in the woods, but he didn't know what girls were. But yeah. he does seem still seem to be pretty asexual a lot of the time. Like Chi Chi's around his age and doesn't like it was one thing with Bulma or whatever, but like Chi Chi's like around his age at least, but he yeah. doesn't. Seem to you know whatever I don't know, <laughs> but he only cares about fighting. Yeah, is that asexuality? Thing in Roman tunneled. Uh, yeah, fighting and food. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a fighter sexual. There you go. You think? Wait, you think Goku? That's like how Goku expresses sexuality is like you know because he every time he sees like someone strong, he's like, "Oh, you're strong." That's what all the memes like, are about him and Vegeta and all that. He's trying to fuck. What? Well, he beat Vegeta, so he already he already got his nut. Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so in this in this metaphor, like you think, like you know, it's maybe Goku has a wandering him. eye. Yeah, no, yeah. In, in canon, the thing that excites Goku is the prospect then, of fighting someone new slash strong. Well, that would make him that would make him uh, asexual, but that would make him like you know aromantic or yeah, I don't something know. like that. I don't know. Someone get someone grab a queer person and tell them to explain it to me because we six we sis, we three cis guys mm, are not gonna not equipped. We not, three we, we, cis we, of Orient are <laughs> <laughs> being allies. We travel afar. I don't know. That's a good joke, guys. <laughs> guys, if you don't like that bit, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. That was great work. <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. I give myself a B minus. Uh, go ahead, Brunel. <laughs> uh, so Goku sees. Uh, so Yamcha Chapur overhear the whole conversation and panic as Fox King shows Goku a picture of Chi Chi, and he noticed that she is the same girl that tried to kill Yamcha earlier. <laughs> it's just funny the way you said that. It's true though. Yamcha <laughs> is uh, worried that he has accidentally committed homicide, <laughs> which I would mm-hmm. be too. He double slashed <laughs> a ten-year-old. 
Yeah, he fucking hammer fisted her to the back of the skull. And, and like, we can laugh at least. about Goku beating him up, but Yamcha's in this world is very strong. He's, he's strong. a very I strong mean, he, man to double sledge a 10-year-old. Let me, let, me, let me put it this way. He's clearly stronger than a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's stronger than probably every 16-year-old out there. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Except Goku. Goku's really strong, but, like, you know, <laughs> he's really fucking strong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The man. The man is tough and hardy. Luckily, Chi Chi's uh, Naxing's daughter, so she's also really fucking strong. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So uh, Yamcha returns to Chi Chi, uh, and he's relieved to see that she is breathing. Uh, Chi Chi wakes up and immediately goes to attack Yamcha in a panic. Chi Chi tells uh, Yamcha tells Chi Chi that he is a he is her secret admirer and is in love with. Him. Uh, yes. Which I that I wouldn't do that. Like that's that's still a ten year old. <laughs> I was I was really glad they had that moment where it's like, oh Yamcha, why didn't you freak out when you talked to that girl? It's like, well, because she's not my age. So they already set up like, okay, he's not a pedophile. Everybody relax. Yes, thank when God. He, when he pretends to be a pedophile, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I feel better. I guess he's pretending a- to be. Well, he's sixteen. She's te- yes, yeah, yeah. He's pretending to be a pedophile so that she doesn't murder him. And yeah. I think that's the only time I can forgive <laughs> someone pretending to be a pedophile. If you were if you were a pedophile in self-defense, well if you're pretending to be so that a ten year old doesn't shoot you with a laser, I think this is the oh, one man, time I can a... give you a pass. I think okay. That's a cat twenty that's a cat twenty two. Will Listen. you pretend to be a pedophile to save your own life? <laughs> Listen, context is important. That's a question. That would is you a million dollar question. To, be a <laughs> to not take a laser <laughs> through your chest that absolutely would kill you. It would ricky all your fucking that, torso. How much? How much do you want to be alive? Like that's the question. Did you see what happened to that dinosaur? That's what's gonna happen to you <laughs> if you don't pretend to be in love with this ten year old right now. <laughs> Yo, that see you why are there movies about? It? See, there's no movie. See, where's that pop boiler? See, here's where's the that thing. fucking. Where's that suspense film? Here's the here's but the mistake then... though, because you're right. But now there's a great casting too. However, in this context, Yamcha had other options. <laughs> he absolutely did not have to pretend to be in love with her. That was his go-to strategy, which is questionable at best. <laughs> yeah, he could have just been like, "Hey, my bad." I'm a friend of your dad's, and I came here to rescue. It, it, it shows a lack of. It, it shows a very teenage lack of judgment. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it does. That's, that's the kind of movie. Uh, that's the kind of movie a six year old would make. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, <laughs> suddenly Yamcha spots Goku, uh, and he and Puara escapes, allowing Chi Chi to uh, her own devices. Goku sees Chi Chi, informs her that they're. That he's that she's supposed to help him uh, find the Bancho fan, and Chichi climbs aboard to fly Nimbus, uh, and in process pulls on Goku's tail. Yes, and that's. So are Saiyan tails just like a really long ball sack? Like it's the most painful thing you've ever gone through? Probably, like, yeah. I mean, it, look, that's the most all... I can imagine what it must feel like. Is so then, yeah, probably. That means that means when you're fucking insane, you gotta you know you gotta suck that tail a little bit. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta cradle the tail. You gotta you do the tail play. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, not, enough, not enough people out there doing that tail play, you know? You gotta find someone. Oh, you can tell Vegeta's into that tail play. Like, you can tell. Oh, you Vegeta, 
Oh, he loves getting his tail stopped. Like uh, you yeah. can tell. Yeah. That's what Obama does, bro. That's that's what, that's why their marriage is so successful. <laughs> yeah. Intergalactic pegging. Yes. She puts the high heel down on his tail. He's like, oh yeah. The pain's over 9,000. By the way, Uh, solid Vegeta for uh, Alex. Solid Vegeta. That was a solid. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, solid. That was good. Um, As Goku Goku and Chi Chi romantically fly through the desert, Goku tells Chi Chi not to touch. That he loses his powers when he when uh, he grabs his tail, and Yamcha, and Yamcha overhears this yeah. and now knows Goku's weakness. Yeah. Also, uh, Chi Chi is very flushed. So Chi Chi is very flushed when Yamcha says he likes her. Then she's also very flushed hanging out with Goku. So she's, uh, you know, coming of age, I guess. <laughs> and <laughs> One way to put it's it. that time. It's that time in a young woman's life where they should give no fucks about dudes. Literally, my kid is thirteen, and she could give a shit about dudes. Uh, cool. I, I clearly, this is clearly what a fucking dude thinks being a young girl is. I can tell you right now. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> Don't laser anyone till you've had a talk with your mother. Yeah, that's what I do. Or what I tell my kid- dinosaur, you're not ready yet. <laughs> uh, as a uh, as Goku and Chi-Chi fly through the desert. He, of course, Goku's. Chi-Chi. Yeah, we call it pulling a Goku, which is, uh... He pats her crotch and determine if she's a girl or not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> See, here's here's the, the thing that always uh, drives me crazy about, uh, about Goku and this type of thing on the show is I get that Goku is a backwards child who grew up in the woods so he doesn't get it but the writer knows what he's doing so why do they want to show me that that bad exactly that's what i also it's, it's a yes it makes sense in universe but still makes me uncomfortable it's because the, the writer thinks this is funny toriyama's like it's funny it's like the gag when he does it yeah but i just want to point sure. out that toriyama he's it's been seven episodes he's done this like a dozen times every time it, he yeah. does it the person he does it to tells them to never do that again why has he not learned his lesson yet? <laughs> I've watched every woman he does this to slap him or in the face, kick him into a the fucking wall or whatever. You know, you know how the you know how the Red it. Ribbon Army how the Red Ribbon Army keeps coming back in iterations with yeah. androids and whatnot. Yes. They should just do one Dragon Ball movie where it's just Goku like getting me tooed for all his nonsense as a ten year old <laughs> and just having to grow and reckon with that as a person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that should be that, the sins of my past. <laughs> The euphemism that me and Benel came up with is called is pulling a Goku, is what we call it every time he does it because uh, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's so upsetting yeah. every time. So um, they really want you to see his little wiener. It just they can't yeah. stop showing it to you. That's it's, also a thing. Yeah. A, Y'all need to lot. see his dick. You need to see it. Yeah. It's look at it. It's, look at it. Look at his dick, bro. Okay. <laughs> it can take, and, and and it can canonically withstand bullets if you try. So yeah. Toriyama is like the creator of some of the greatest art for Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Dragon Quest. And but but he's also like, yo, I need you to see this kid's dick. <laughs> yes. Hmm? Yes, he is repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need you to see this kid's dick repeatedly. Anyway, uh, Goku and Chi Chi. Uh, well, Chi-Chi shoves Goku off uh, after he uh, Goku's her, um, which sends 
Goku falling to the ground and then ultimately leads Chi-Chi Nimbus as she cannot pilot. She flies into a wall. It's really funny. I will say the shots of Goku and Chi-Chi right on the Nimbus, iconic. Iconic shots of the two of them on it. It's really cool. Also, Chi-Chi's pure of heart. Canon. I, uh, I read... I read some uh, later Dragon Ball manga because uh, it had part of the Raditz saga as well in like a three-volume thing. Mm-hmm. And Goku has the opportunity to stop Piccolo Jr. but doesn't because he wants to do it as a fair fight. I'm like, so Goku's a wild narcissist but also gets to ride the cloud? Kind of didn't sit right with me. <laughs> like, I think he becomes no. worse when he gets older, I think, is the thing. Okay, so you think he's, he's got, actually better well, as okay. a kid? Yeah, that, which is why why he doesn't ride the okay. Nimbus when he gets old. That is why I think, okay. that's, I think that's real. I think that's why Gohan. It's rides like what is there. a like what is a Kira Toriyama think pure of heart is? Because this man almost killed the entire planet for a like a fair fight. No, he which becomes was not cool. Very egotistical later. Yeah, he's like yeah. That's yeah. why after finishing GT and Z, I wanted to come back and do Dragon Ball because this is. When Goku was great. This is why GT, they did that thing where they made him a kid again, but that was fucked up and bad. This is actual peak Goku is in Dragon Ball, in my opinion. Uh, All right, so, uh, uh, unknown to Goku, GT has fallen in love with him, uh, but when he uh, asks her why she's giggling, uh, he tells her that she's met some hunk, which is cute. And he's like, geez, is that all girls think about? Which is really funny. It's a funny reversal. <laughs> a boy to say that to a girl. Anyway. Uh, and then they talk to a manatee. Yeah, they talk to a fucking manatee. <laughs> the manatee tells them where <laughs> Roshi lives. Which, like, yo, that manatee's a snitch. What if they're going to kill that man? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> hey, that manatee don't give a fuck, bro. That manatee's like, yo, Roshi? You owe your money? He's that way. <laughs> Nah, hey, Randos flying a cloud. What's that secret worth? You're gonna break his senses? knees with that with that with that pipe you got on your back, kid. Yo, y'all <laughs> niggas got fishes. Yo, you got y'all niggas got fishes because I'll tell you whatever the fuck you want to eat. Yo, you know where he's gonna he sleep needs. tonight? With me. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Roche's gonna sleep. Tonight we're both endangered. Yeah. <laughs> Turn him and give him some cement shoes. <laughs> After you break his kneecaps with your power pole. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, they arrive on Roshi's island and are greeted by Master Roshi and uh, the turtle. Mm-hmm. The turtle, that they saved. So, also, this fan is magic because wind can't put out fire. We know that. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> but it's magic wind, probably. So, I'm sure it'll be you need, fine. You need, you need uh, water talker, I believe, right? Yeah. Generally. That's how that works? Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the... F- what's, the what's the fan called again? The fan of... Banchu the fan. Banchu fan. The Banchu. Like, I guess the Banchu fire hose wouldn't be as cool. Or Asian, so. The Asian fire <laughs> It wouldn't be That's as right. cool or Asian. Fans are Asian. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, new stand- <laughs> That's Lawson Leon's new stand-up special. That's on- right. <laughs> what is it? Trigger. <laughs> What is it triggered? Like that's the fucking go-to for that's hats? every yeah yeah every, every fanning f- fanning the flames. Every stand-up special is like triggered. Has Trigger. to be there somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, my special would be I'm, half Chinese and triggered. That would be the. <laughs> I my stand-up special was they wouldn't let me say the N word at this Whole Foods. <laughs> It's hard to fit on the DVD box, but they'll make it work. Comedy <laughs> Central. They wouldn't let him see the N-word at this whole first. 
Silenced. Oh, shit. Uh, man. Well, anyway. Uh, no, no, fuck. Now I want to do. Now I literally just want to craft an hour. I, li- I would fucking do that. I would craft an hour. Just to have to the release title. an hour. To have the title an hour is they wouldn't let me say the N word at the Because it. What a hook. You got to know why the whole story. And also, who's they? <laughs> There's no, yeah. by the way, there's no joke about Whole Foods. No. no. Well, you I was about to say, there's no jokes about Whole Foods or the N-word, but I, also I'm me. So, yeah, there'll probably be some jokes about the N-word. Yeah, like, also, the, the cover yeah. has to be you being, like, silenced, but it's like a, it's like a thing of kale over your mouth. Something very yeah, yeah, instead of the Instead of yeah. the tape, it's kale. Yeah. <laughs> kale with a, yeah. It'll be like the Nick DiPaolo album where you like use like uh, a Black Lives Matter activist that was oh killed God. by the cops, but oh it'll be God. just all the Black Lives Matter activists that were killed by cops, like all of them. I, I love that he apologized for using one that had died, as if it was okay that he'd done it in the first place if the guy had lived. It's like that was still wildly racist, dude. Uh, yeah, still, still pretty bad, bro. Still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know Sorry for this doing. miscalculation of my racism. I feel like basically. I feel like this is definitely one of those things where like, he knew what he was doing. He's like, yeah, "I'll he do knew. it." Then people get mad. Then I'll apologize. But I'm gonna do it. Oh uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, it's like that's it's an it's an attention thing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, hey man, he look how however you need to get listeners to your podcast. That's because yeah. that's what comedians are nowadays. <laughs> Their podcast. Uh, They're podcast mongers. That's what we do. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Uh, walking TikToks, basically. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Right. Man, yeah, I can't are. believe, I can't believe the the field of art where we could be replaced by a twelve year old falling down yeah. is so yeah. is so uh, filled with hacks. Who's, who's got the better con- uh, content? That really smart comedian or the French bulldog falling out of a chair? <laughs> really torn. <laughs> Love that it's I love that it's even. I love that it's an even (laughs) I love that it's an even playing field. That bulldog and your crafted joke are about so funny. I spent two years (laughs) I spent two years coming up with this chunk about uh uh about the environment that I think is really gonna kill. It's like okay, that's cool. But have you seen this cat jump out of this tree onto another cat? (laughs) And then the cat makes a face. It's awesome. You don't get it. The, the second cat looks right in the camera. Yeah, it's, it's great. crazy how they timed it. It's crazy. It's, it's a <laughs> twist. And then, and then you, but then you find yourself laughing at the fucking cat, and you go like, "Well, you know, this is useless. <laughs> like everything I do." Yeah. Is useless. yeah, there's a party that respects the hustle. You're like the French bulldog falling out of the chair. He got me. He got was me. funny. Yeah, I'm not saying Ian. Here's a husky not wanting to take a bath. Oh shit, that's it's mm. really it's really funny. <laughs> That hu- hey, that husky got a just for last special. Okay? <laughs> he got a J. He got a JFL faces? look. New faces. Yeah, he got new husky. faces. Husky that won't take a bath. <laughs> he tried to do an hour though, and it was it was just the same joke over and over again. It wasn't great. It was him trying not to take a bath for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> then he revamped it as a one man show where at the end he has to take a bath because there needs to be kind of a payoff, and it's a whole. Yeah, I felt like his second hour. I felt like his second special was a bit preachy. Husky. Yeah. Once, once, once he bath. took, <laughs> once he took the bath, he fucking sold out. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his edge, man. He lost his edge. <laughs> he succumbed to the SJWs and got in the tub. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. 
and then and then he also has the it's the, <laughs> the his album is the triggered but it's it's like a it's like a milk bone over the nose or something mm. <laughs> silence welcome, him. welcome to the the the, the dog that didn't want to take a bath is like welcome to the podcast thank you so much for my patreon <laughs> It's a beautiful cycle, man. It's a beautiful collection. <laughs> oh, he goes on Rogan. And he's like, and Rogan's like, see, so you, see, so you didn't want to take a bath. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> you look that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I hear you. Here, here's a video oh, of a jaguar it. chasing down a, a, a gazelle. <laughs> you ever done DMT, Husky? You never done- <laughs> Um, have you have you guys ever dipped into Evangelion memes? Uh, Evangelion I've never people? seen Evangelion, so okay, I know the song um, though. The song is super memed, obviously. But, yeah, there, yeah, there's a running joke in the in the Instagram Ava meme community, which I hate as words I have to put together, but it's a thing where uh, Asuka is a Holocaust denier, and she's not on the show; she's just German. But that's a bit. <laughs> and so they have her. There's a meme that was her on Rogan, but it's her being like, "I'm just suspicious of the numbers." Okay. Like, <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh man. Uh, anyway, uh, what do we? What do we rate this episode? Uh, starting with uh, Benil Hermosen. What do you think of episode? I'm gonna seven? give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this uh, three stars. Three out of seven. Yeah, I like three. Out of seven. I like the Ox King. I honestly, I do think it's funny that he is basically King Yemma. Um, yeah. Um, that, that's that's pretty dope, and I just like I like his original design. I like Chi Chi's original design. So funny. Yeah, like I agree. It, it's kind of weird because it's not, it's not fu- it's like futuristic, but it's also like feels like Toriyama was just fucking making shit up. Like he there's was. no <laughs> there's no consistency in design or you know he was you know, vision. It's yeah. like what do I want to draw this week? Like what do I'm thinking of drawing this week? Yeah. I felt like he was riffing. I agree with you there. It's a beautiful look of a world before uh, world building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Alex? It's like, hey, some dinosaurs are dinosaurs, and some of them go to work as accountants. Fucking deal with it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes manatees um, talk. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it four Dragon Balls, because I think it, it wasn't the most fun to watch, because it's really just sort of a, they're on their way to do a thing that's going to pay off later. But that's not really the episode's fault. It's just sort of the storytelling chunk they're in. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I take off a few star balls is because eh, that, that whole weird pedo thing. I know Yamcha's not actually a pedo, but it just, we didn't have to. <laughs> we didn't have to. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Alex. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go four. I, I like the Ox King and Chi-Chi as well. It's about time you hear that train a-coming. It's the plug train, baby. Plugs! Start off with our guest, Alex Vasella. What do you got to tell the folks at home about? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Alex Vasella, A-L-E-X-F-O-S-S-E-L-L-A, or A Vasella on Twitter. And I have a podcast called Watch for Mercury, where we talk about Gundam Witch for Mercury, which is probably ending in three episodes. So we're going to start talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. Sick. Dope. We love JJK uh, here. Big fans. Um, And uh, Benny G got wrestling plugs for the... Hey, I got wrestling plugs, brother. Come and see me in S... If you're in uh, Utah, Salt Lake City, 
uh, a part of uh, STF Pro Wrestling, the Rocky Mountain Tag Team Summit. Well, I'll be uh, tag teaming the first time in Salt Lake City. Uh, July 2nd, I'm back at Primo's Pro Wrestling in Denver, Colorado, defending my hard-won chopping block championship. Oh. I'll watch that. Also available on Fight TV. Also, if you're in uh, New York in July, secret show on July 22nd. Uh, DM me for more details. Keep your eyes uh, available for that. Secret Brooklyn show burlesque, burlesque wrestling. And, you know, who knows? Fucking people. Some people may show up wearing things, doing stuff. <laughs> This burlesque. Also talk- laser, yeah. laser helmets. Also, <laughs> yep. Also talking about. Also talking Naruto podcast. Talking Naruto, of course, and of course, you want to support the pod? patreoncom slash pod. Uh, also, me and Katie Rose Leon uh, do the professionals wrestling podcast. Uh, we are uh, three episodes in. We got another. We're gonna, this week, this episode, uh, we were talking about stardom. Finally, some women's wrestling on the show. And next week, we're going to be talking about AEW and Collision and all that fun stuff. And we might even have a special guest, if he can make it. It's the only, po- the only wrestling podcast I listen to, oh, straight thanks, up. And I'm, in the, and I'm in the business. That's He's how in the business. That's right. <laughs> uh, and that's it for now. Uh, until next time, we'll see you. Balling out soon! Super!